0: FaithFit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presents Ex Nihilo with Father Martin Wen and Steve Bucklin. A program that is seeking to lead young adults to Christ and to enkindle a deeper faith that is fully alive. Now, here are your hosts.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Ex-Nihilo, a Catholic podcast about absolutely nothing. I'm your co-host, Steve Buckland, and sitting in in the driver's seat today, a special guest co-host, Father Chris Dorsey.
2: Thanks for having me back. Uh, Kind of sitting in replacing Father Martin for this week as he is gone.
1: Yep, he is sunning himself on the beach. And if that isn't just a wonderful image for everyone, imagine Father Martin in his little speedo out on the beach sunning himself, just, just slathering on the tanning oil, relaxing by the waves.
2: Now that you have no viewers left,
1: <laughs> listeners, I guess, for a podcast, that's why it's a podcast and it's not a TV show. So, well, thank you for uh, stepping in and jumping into the chair with us today. It's Happy nice of to you be to back. do that. It's good to have you back because you were gone for two weeks.
2: Two weeks out in California for the, uh, training with the army. Yep. Woo!
1: And where in California were you?
2: Uh, closest to Camp Pendleton, that uh, kind of in between San Diego and San Francisco, kind of in the middle of nowhere.
1: In the middle of nowhere. And did you have a good time? everything went well
2: and there was some good times had there was also some times that i was wishing i had air conditioning or no air conditioning no air conditioning got to sleep on a cot with 20 other guys in a tent
1: uh, you realize you've signs. signed up for this for, like, a few years, right? I,
2: I realize, but it also doesn't mean I have to <laughs> have that as a preferred way of living. True, true.
1: Well, at least you'll be, you're an officer, though, right? Because you're I, coming in, you're being the officer course. so you'll be, are you a lieutenant, a second lieutenant? I'm or? a captain, A actually, captain? Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: So, yeah, more likely if I was deployed overseas, I would have some degree of privacy because of the rank and...
1: So- Would I call you Father Captain Dorsey or Captain Father Dorsey?
2: Usually they say Chaplain instead of my rank. Because the Chaplain Mm -hmm. kind of supersedes rank, although we still have rank, so we
1: can get things done. Got it. Got it, got it. So you can order around all the privates and the lieutenants and, you know, Lieutenant, get me an orange juice. And they have to go, yes, yes, Captain. Yes, (laughs) Chaplain. (laughs) Yes, Yes, Chaplain. chaplain. (laughs) Yes, Chaplain. Technically,
2: yes, but I don't think they'd uh, appreciate the Chaplain very much if he did that.
1: (laughs) Well, uh... That's excellent. That's cool. Well, I think I finally started to get the image of Father Martin on the beach out of my head. So let's get on to, uh, to our topic this week. So um, one of the things that you may or may not know, or you probably have gleaned from listening to some of the ten of you who have been listening all the way through, uh, is that I, I like superheroes. Very, very nerdy. Um, I've dragged Wee down into the, uh, the hole of nerdiness with me. But I also discovered uh, several months back, that Father Chris is a kindred spirit who also shares a sliver of nerddom. And so.
2: <laughs> I am also a pretty big uh, geek in terms of uh, comic stuff, all the movies. Last year. Made the uh, geek pilgrimage out to San Diego Comic-Con with uh, two other priests. Uh, Who went with you? Well, it was a priest from St.
1: Augustine, Florida,
2: and a priest from St. Petersburg, Florida. You actually got to go to Comic-Con? We
1: went to Comic-Con. Did you guys have to camp out to get into the halls and stuff? Uh, We didn't do any of the
2: giant Hall H's (laughs) that you had to sleep out for like a day for, but there's still a ton of cool stuff there and cool people that you get to meet and costumes and Geeks galore. And there's
1: been so much in the way of like superheroes have become very modern, very kind of mainstream. Like when Batman came back, the the Chris Nolan trilogy, and then more recently, of course, with Marvel and the Avengers. And then this summer, we got Guardians of the Galaxy 2 bringing back merging comics and great 70s uh, music. And then Spider Man just came out. Spider Man,
2: that was Mm -hmm. a good one.
1: Well, Thor. And Thor's Soon, coming Dora out, right? Ragnarok, and then the next yeah. Avengers movie's next year, and it's and we have Justice League, because DC's throw, And the Wonder Woman just came out, so it's crazy. Yeah. Like, when I was growing up, Wonder Woman was Linda Carter on television for one hour a week. She for, had to like, spin around. To and she had to costume. spin around. Yeah. yeah. And we all thought that this... The amazing. You know, it's like this golden flash, and then she goes from her clothes to her costume. It so was I, a
2: distinct lack of spinning and... Uh, bright flashes in the new movie no
1: more bright flashes but i am
2: happy dc finally got one right
1: (laughs) it was nice it's that just passed 800 million worldwide now most people are going to think we're running an entertainment show but we do actually (laughs) have a point to this so in the great pantheon of superheroes whether it's marvel dc uh dark horse whatever your flavor um there are superheroes believe it or not who are catholic or at least are catholic-ish um, and so, you know, since Father Martin was here, we figured we had such leeway with the topic we'd be able to talk about this stuff. But there are, believe it or not, um, there are Catholic superheroes, right?
2: To some degree or another, some more practicing than others. Exactly.
1: But, yep. So we've, we've selected, because many of them are very, uh, not particularly well-known, but we've got uh, seven that we've actually picked out, um, and our uh, number one at the list, probably the most popular, because he's just uh, had a series, two seasons on Netflix. Is going to be coming back in the Defenders. It's like we could do the show at Comic Con, right? <laughs> Yeah, season? and the third yeah. season on the way is Daredevil. So who's Daredevil, Father Chris? You're going to have to explain to everyone who doesn't know who Daredevil is.
2: Daredevil, uh, his regular name Matt Murdock, is a, uh, according to the show, avocado at law, a uh, lawyer. <laughs> and sorry, as we said, we're going to be nerd Cisco, but uh, he is a uh, he is blind because he was blinded as a young boy uh but in his blindness he got kind of super sonar vision hearing yeah hearing
1: augmented uh, sensory yes
2: and so he's uh able to still know his surroundings from from hearing them uh he his dad was a famous uh boxer and so he started learning to fight from him and kind of Brought those fighting skills to superhuman levels to, uh, to be daredevil right. and defend hell's kitchen
1: fight. Right. I- ironic. Maybe hard to say, but yeah. And also one of the, the things that his dad bestowed on him was uh, a Catholic faith. So, um, Uh, early in his life uh he was associated um and spent a lot of time at church and praying and it really is kind of for daredevil and you read this specifically in the comic books and i think they started to bring it out even in the tv series um that sense of morality that you know wanting to do good um and but trying to figure out how you know
2: and you definitely see kind of that conflict within daredevil that you know he wants to go out and stop the bad guys which is usually by beating them up pretty good right but he also knows that's not the ideal way of, according to his faith to do that and so there's always a struggle there's usually uh you know going to a church talking to a priest that kind of stuff that features pretty prominently uh in both the comics and the tv show that uh that is important to who daredevil is that there's that conflict within him of uh how how to best be that force of good in the world
1: right so daredevil right so if you haven't checked out daredevil be sure to do that so next on our list this one's gonna really take people by surprise but if you've ever heard of hellboy so hellboy was actually a comic book uh hero and then he had two movies with ron perlman playing and they're rebooting that so they're gonna be bringing hellboy back to the big screen and i thought
2: ron perlman did a great job Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be hard to find someone it's gonna uh, be
1: hard but i guess the guy who created him decided they were gonna do a third one with uh, benicia del toro and uh And uh, he decided no. So the creator of Hellboy said no. He wants to reboot it. So Hellboy actually is a a demon who was raised Catholic. Now, things are really getting off the rails now.
2: (laughs) Minor spoiler, but I'm pretty sure he's the son of Satan.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And he was raised Catholic by his foster father, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: he was raised Catholic. And And he carries uh, a
1: rosary with him. He
2: does. And so (laughs) there's a lot of kind of the uh, predestination versus uh, free will kind exactly. of going on there of that art as from his birth is he kind of eternally made for, to be a bad demon go to hell or is does he have the free will to be able to choose to be something better to to actually have redemption himself
1: right exactly and it's good i mean and in a way you know with daredevil and hellboy and one of the things you're going to kind of realize as we kind of continue down through the list is that these catholic superheroes, the dilemmas, kind of the situations in our lives mirror to a large degree our own. Um, The struggles that we all face between right and wrong, between doing what we'd like to do and what we're supposed to do, um, having the freedom to, you know, I'm free to do whatever I want or or am I just trying to be free from sin and so, you know, I think Hellboy, in a, in a real sense, kind of, as you mentioned, illustrates that that just because you grow up a certain way or you're born into a certain family or into a certain situation, doesn't mean that that's how you have to end up.
2: But I think there's still kind of that strong Catholicness in it that, like, deep down, people are good. Yep. And yeah, there's a lot of brokenness in there, but we're creations of God, and so it's not just, you know, is kind of the more Martin Luther viewpoint that we're pieces of insert word I probably shouldn't say on the (laughs) podcast here that are covered by a white sheet of God's grace that we're actually good But it's God's grace helps us to to bring out that goodness from the the flaws and the the sin that are also there.
1: Nice. All right. So that's two. Uh, I know everyone's on edge now waiting for the third one. So our third one also comes from Marvel Comics, like Daredevil, and that would be Nightcrawler, who was uh, most closely associated with the X-Men. So in the last X-Men, when they rebooted it with X-Men First Class and then uh, Days of Future Past... Uh, Nightcrawler was actually brought to the big screen. I can't remember the name of the guy that played him off the top of my head. Somebody famous. His face popped in and out of my yeah. head, and I can't remember exactly who it was. But uh, he is Kurt Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner, Wagner. who uh, was born uh, in a circus and is very deeply Catholic. Um, Nightcrawler, if you don't know, looks like a blue furry. Um,
2: well, he a usually monster, wasn't yeah. born in the circus. I right. mean, he the movies kind of did that, Yeah, but he usually got his Catholicism by being dumped as a child. Maybe. In
1: a monastery, right? Yes. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Nightcrawler is, 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 and it's interesting for comics, too, particularly when this part of his timeline, because you know in comics, people die and they come back. I mean, Superman's died like 10 times and he's come back. Uh, but during kind of the 70, late 70s and the 80s when they were writing Nightcrawler, um, his faith was allowed to come through. So... You know, he spent time praying. He would pray. Um, he would say uh, a rosary. Um, and later, actually, in his evolution, actually became a priest.
2: He did. that. Uh, yeah, there's kind of an evolution of his character. Because when he first was created, there really wasn't much faith there. He's more this kind of roguish, yeah. like, ladies' man type uh, character. And as time went on, that faith came out more and more to the point where they did eventually send him to seminary to, to study for the priesthood where he uh, became a priest. But then... Uh... See,
1: vocations, vocations, <laughs> vocations. What does God want you to do with your life, right? <laughs> A are superhero you open? To the priest, down I'm down for the mutant superhero, priest. a mutant super who can teleport. Because that was like his big power, is yeah. you could teleport. So that would be pretty cool, actually. Just in and out of the confessional. Oh, I have a sick call. I got a sick call. <laughs> you know, it's like get to the hospital fast. That'd be pretty cool. So, so Nightcrawler, and then moving out. Now we're moving. We've kind of left the the fun. Depending on who you are, you've like left the fun of Marvel, and now we go to DC Comics. Um, one of the more fun of DC Comics. One though. of the more fun. So, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Blue Beetle. Now we're a little esoteric. Are you familiar with Blue Beetle? I do know about him. I
2: can't remember his name at
1: this Jaime moment. Jaime Reyes. And he gets this beetle scarab stuck to his back, which... Uh, it's an alien, right? It It is, although evidently we've found out now since DC's rebirthed itself several times that it's mystical. Oh. It's not just an alien. It's mystical. mystical. Alien. A mystical alien. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which is, is probably
2: not Catholic, but,
1: right. the, but Jaime, Jaime, the guy who gets the mystical alien stuck to his back, he is Catholic. And, and that's uh, what counts. And that's what counts. <laughs> he's fighting against the, the scarab that wants him to do all these bad things and shoot people and kill people and take over the universe. And he's like, no, no, that's not good. So it's a real struggle for him. <laughs> the evil is real. It's right in my back. Um, implanted. Implanted in his back. <laughs> so He tends
2: to be a younger, kind of more optimistic than yep. a lot of the others he's that we've dealt with.
1: Only a teenager when yep. this happens. So he's like 16 years yeah, old um, about and that. still in school. So, yeah. Always a challenge, but he manages to get through. And he's, uh, I guess you see him more in like the kids' cartoons, right? Young Justice, which is making a comeback. Season three. Oh my gosh. Batman
0: Brave and the Bold They're
1: going to throw us off of that was a good uh, one. Faith and Radio. A really good one. And they're going to put us on like comic book radio.
0: No, nah, they can't afford that. Hopefully, Father Martin never hears <laughs> we'll this. He's going to be
1: he's going to be distraught. Uh, next on the list, we have the, some of you may know. Also tied into Daredevil was the Punisher. If you go, anyone who goes to Walmart and you see that big white skull on a black T-shirt, that's the symbol for the Punisher. It's a very popular symbol. Nobody knows really what it goes to, but it goes to this guy who was a former military vet, right?
2: He, yep, and uh, cop also i think he was or, i think he was just was that a thing, different version different version okay
1: current version he was a military vet a lot of a lot of ptsd yeah. um and uh his family i think was killed by crooks and bad so guys. he decides to take on the bad guys himself as the vigilante known as the punisher
2: which obviously is uh while he is catholic he does not always live up to that faith
1: <laughs> yep like setting there are people out there that are like that born catholic um, but tending to uh, tending to stray,
0: right? Well, due to some crazy circumstances in this case. But... Yeah,
1: usually like a mother-in-law or something. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just totally kidding. <laughs>
2: but you, in the Netflix series, you actually kind of see the cool like dichotomy between him and Daredevil of Daredevil being the one who doesn't give in to the darkness, who struggles with it, but keeps his faith, keeps his conscience, who he is. Right. Where the Punisher kind of gives into the darkness and uh, follows those
1: more base instincts. It's a struggle being Catholic, folks, you know? Uh, then next, number five on our list, I'm not sure that she's a superhero, but um, we have Catwoman. So Catwoman from... Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle, Kyle's Catwoman from, from Batman. And uh, I know she's done some good things along the way, but she's isn't she just just a She's always kind of been an yeah. ambiguous... She, mm. She's what suits her at the moment. Right.
2: That uh, she's not a full-on bad guy, but you wouldn't call her... a good guy well you couldn't, wouldn't call her a guy either way right that would be but,
1: weird um, cat woman but uh, yeah she's kind of in the the moral gray area i always my insert terrible to say this dating myself but my image of Catwoman was always from the batman the 66 kit? t-shirt uh, oh. t- tv show okay. when it was like you know just it was crazy so she had all those guys who were henchmen dressed up with little cat eyes it was Ugh. it was bad <laughs> it was really bad so uh and then last on our list i'm not even sure again hero anti-hero he had his own tv show about two years ago on nbc
2: and a movie a few years before that yeah with keanu reeves
1: Reeves, which was utterly forgettable (laughs) keanu reeves as
0: keanu reeves in keanu reeves
1: (laughs) exactly so of course we're talking about constantine john constantine um who dabbles in magic
2: devil's in magic but i mean his his bread and butter is the holy water and the exactly. kind of biblical yeah. bad guys Dab- having in dabble hell. in the magic
1: until you need till i need the lord and then he's reaching for the holy water <laughs> <laughs> so where does it, where are the point and you know it actually just popped into my head I don't know if you remember uh, the Superman movie that came out with Henry Cavill a couple of years back. Unfortunately, yeah. But you know, when he was contemplating what to do, like whether to turn himself in or not, I just remember that he flew okay. to a Catholic church and and mm. talked to a priest. Yep. It was a priest Ragony who in the Garden
2: in the background in that right. glass, just so a little bad. on the nose, but
1: <laughs> yeah, just I some overt <laughs> Catholic themes. In case you missed it, you can go back and rewatch Superman. That wasn't Superman Lives, was it? No, Man, it was Man was of Steel. Man of Steel. Steel. Yep. Superman Lives is the one with uh Kate Bosworth, right? <laughs> it was bad. Okay, anyway. So where are we going with all this? Uh you know, as we mentioned before, Catholic superheroes, um people who struggle with their faith or people who have a faith life but are called to do other things. You know, really um you know, is it cool that you can identify with with people in kind of in a fantastical way? Yes. But I think one of the things that we can learn from these Catholic superheroes is that, you know, even though they're in the fantasy world or they're on TV, is that their struggles, their struggles are real. Um, That the challenges that they face, while seemingly fantastic on screen, when you kind of boil them all down to, really comes down to like choosing between right and wrong and trying to figure out their own path, um, you know, relative to their to their faith which is really for so many of them an anchor point
2: yeah i like that you know for none of them practicing their faith isn't easy right and it's they're not one-dimensional characters who just say oh no my faith says do this so i'm going to do it or oh forget my faith because of that it's they're they're in that struggle of uh of what to do to to be both
1: yeah exactly so how do i live how do i reconcile my faith with the world and the things that are going on around me and and you know um and how, how do I, how do I, and, and what's the guideline? So and in many of these, you know, cases of these these heroes, and they as you mentioned, they're not practicing their faith, but it's the seeds, right? It's those seeds of the faith that come through that ultimately, you know, end up in many cases or in most cases guiding them to do good.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, if you really wanted to get into the psychology and psychological of it, that, you know, a lot of them we mentioned preparing that they're devils. There's Hellboy, there's Nightcrawler, there's Daredevil, that, you know, this this one that the their persona that goes out and beats people up is the devil. Meanwhile, like their regular life, they're Kurt Wagner, Matt Murdock, who right. are very kind trying to help nurture people. And so there is that kind of battle going on within them of, they, I mean, even when they're beating people up, they're trying to do good. Yeah. But there, it's that struggle of how to do that that uh, is within.
1: Always the complexity. Do you have a favorite of these three, of these five, Weekend?
0: What? You mean Seven. Seven. seven, seven, sorry, Three, five, seven. seven,
1: we did seven heroes because of seven sacraments, did you know that? <laughs> I'm just kidding, it, it totally worked out that way by, by coincidence. Um,
0: probably Daredevil, I mean, come uh, on. Because you're,
1: you're young, you're like, like so I don't know what comes after the millennials. I've always
0: wanted to be an avocado. An avocado.
1: <laughs> He's Daredevil is cool, I think he got a lot of popularity because of the Netflix series, yeah. but again, you know, the, his law firm is a pro bono law firm. So they don't take any money. They're just out trying to, it, yeah. yeah. They're trying to help whoever, yeah. whoever needs help, which is kind of, kind of cool. How about you, Father Chris? Do you have I, a favorite? I
2: gotta say, growing up, Nightcrawler was always uh, him and Gambit. Although Gambit kind of fell off as I got older, and also realized he's kind of a creepy, like oh, yeah. hitting on the ladies all the time. But uh, so Nightcrawler has always been a favorite. Although Daredevil uh, is, uh, as I've grown up, has become uh, better. I actually have a little daredevil figure in my office uh ah,
1: nice so a pop funko
2: perhaps a pop funko yes <laughs>
1: yes very I got nice my little team there of them so. <laughs> well it's kind of funny um like i always loved uh nightcrawler growing up mm-hmm. like always thought he was so cool mostly because he had a tail i think and he was german who
2: doesn't want a tail yeah
1: and he, yeah exactly and so <laughs> <laughs> and that he could teleport, which is always, I always thought that was like super cool. But, um, but yeah, well, you know, again, hopefully the fun in it is, is in realizing that, you know, there are touchstones to our faith in, in unusual places, um, that, um, one of the, the gifts I think of, of, of the Catholic faith is that it's so widespread that it can permeate and present itself to you in so many different places. And one of the things that we struggle as uh, as disciples is is filling our head with good food. You know, when so many people uh, obsess about what they eat and they obsess about you know what they'll put into their bodies, but they think nothing of filling their heads with things that aren't particularly um, nutritious for the soul. Mm-hmm. You know? Just
2: uh, two or three weeks ago, we had the parable of the wheat in the weeds and you know exactly it's, we there's a lot of wheat in these stories that yeah there's definitely some weeds too some yeah. stuff that we're not going to take with us but to be able to take it all in and then kind of discern okay this is the stuff that is good that feeds me that feeds me spiritually and you know what these are the weeds that we're going to toss off and
1: yeah, right. it's in there, and that's
2: unfortunate, but we're not going to throw it all out because of a weed or two.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, just in case anyone was wondering, no, it's not heretical to uh, watch superhero movies and read comic books. So, some of us learn to read through comic books, like we can.
0: Nope. DuckTales. Nope. He read DuckTales. Uh,
1: I was Magic Treehouse, They're redoing DuckTales. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, did I you know that?
2: already? they've Yeah, Duck yeah, tales. they yeah.
1: got uh, David Tennant yeah uh to be the voice of uh, scrooge yeah. mcduck one of my favorite characters and his giant i can't wait to see the money bin so anyway now we totally everyone who's like sub 35 has no idea what scrooge <laughs> mcduck and the money bin is which is probably both of you right
0: yeah uh, scrooge mcduck mm-hmm. like ducktales
2: were a lot of my you, do you were ducktales
1: yeah. did scrooge mcduck have the money bin on ducktales yeah that he dove into the
2: intro Ducktales woo-hoo okay, theme good. song
0: yeah oh good excellent like Donald Duck's Scrooge McDuck or is this yeah. completely Donald yeah, Duck, yeah. Scrooge I don't know Scrooge McDuck. Who Scrooge McDuck
1: is are you sure yeah <laughs> oh, all right <laughs> exactly we'll just wait you know you mentioned Gambit though and I can't believe he's not on I'm a I'm pretty Catholic sure list.
0: he's Catholic too Cause cause he's just because he's from New Orleans the, yeah
1: right but, I think uh, everyone in New Orleans is Catholic
0: this was swamped in Catholic
1: I, I don't know. know I don't know <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't and know, now you're that really going down. popped into my there. head for some reason. I know. I just wish Peter Parker had been Catholic because Spider-Man's my favorite and it would have been really cool if he could have been on the list, but no, he didn't make it.
2: So, so we did say the other Spider-Man. Ultimate Miles Morales, Morales,
1: Ultimate Spider-Man. He is Catholic. So, all right. Well, on that bombshell, it's time to end. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll have Father Martin back tan rested. Actually, let's not kid ourselves. He's going to be totally sunburned <laughs> when he comes back next week. Thank you guys for listening. God bless. Have a good week.
0: FaithFit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presented ex Nihilo with Father Martin Wen and Steve Bucklin. Thank you for listening. Check out the podcast at faithfitradio.org and tune in next time. May you be blessed with peace and joy.